What's up, people? You are listening to All Things Trending Podcast. And unfortunately, I don't have my co-host, Eric, with me, but I do have a guest co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself, guest co-host? Hello, everyone. I am uh, Monks. How's everyone doing? They can't respond, but I'm sure they would say they're doing fine. I'm sure they're driving around right now and they're like, we're doing great. And I'm happy for you doing great. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Monks is a friend of mine and also a fellow listener. And I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a while now. And then, uh, you know, our opportunity, an opportunity presented itself. And now he is a guest co-host. Does that mean I'm the best co-host or guest host? You're the only guest host we've ever had. So I'm the best. <laughs> for now. Right. Yes, you are You are number one for the time being. Mama, I made it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we had a little, we had another struggle trying to get this podcast up again. As per usual, me and Eric go through struggles, you guys know, and then, then I try to get with monks, and then, of course... There was issues. Uh, you want to talk about what happened? Yeah. So it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't great. I uh, I was running late this morning, uh, long Friday night. Um, we got to my house. I was trying to download all these apps. None of them work with a Chromebook. So, sweet. Explain to people what a Chromebook is, because I didn't even know what it was. It, it's like it's a very basic laptop. It's kind of. Um, on the lower end, but it got the job done in college. It has like Word and all that stuff, but it doesn't really have many capabilities outside of that. So uh, the apps would not download. And, uh, uh, full panic set in. I went full panic in Skywalker. Um, <laughs> panic in Skywalker. And, and here we are now. Yeah, we uh, couldn't get our usual podcast program to download. And then we were trying to watch videos. And then one video that we thought was going to be it. And it was like, oh, if you can't select this option, then you're out of luck. And then we couldn't select that option. And we were out of luck again. Yeah, But, you know, we found an alternative way. Oh, well, then our other way was to use uh, our phones as mics. I have a mic. I have a mic pack that plugs into our phones. Then I forgot that I had gave the other <laughs> microphone to Eric and only had one. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 it was bad. It was all downhill from there, but we figured out another alternative way and it is working now and it yeah. is working fine. Eric's out here trying to sabotage it. He doesn't, he doesn't want me to step in and just out. <laughs> him. So it's, uh, unreal. You know, you think, you know, someone you think, you know, a guy, yo go. man. Oh, so you want to talk, you want to tell them why you were running late? <laughs> what transpired? Yeah, it was, uh. You know, it, it's going to sound a little nerdy. Uh, last night, I uh, played Catan, uh, a little board oh, yeah, game. yeah, super nerdy. Yeah, very nerdy out in uh, Edgewater. Um, you know, drinks were flowing. We're having a great time. Next thing I know, it's about three in the morning. Um, you know, I woke up. I was ready to go. My ride, I look out the window. My ride is sitting on a float in the pool. Mm. yeah selfish he didn't wake me up and ask me if i wanted to come in the pool yeah and what time was that did you see him floating in the pool uh right around probably 11 11 30 and yeah uh, and we were supposed to meet at 12 
and it is now four thirty. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and not it's... only that, we tried to get the sound up for like thirty minutes prior to that. So, yeah, it's that's on me. You know, no one else to blame but me there. Yeah, Monks has a lot of stories, guys. He's got a lot of stories. Very entertaining. I told one of them on uh, one episode of the podcast. I think it was like episode six or something like that. Halloween in spring. One of those stories was his about the face in the window. Remember that? Your friend? You said your uh, your friend? Yeah. that it, it was one of the creepiest things. We were all together when we were. There's probably 10 of us in a room when we pulled up that picture. And we all just stared. And I just remember going white in the face. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, <laughs> have you ever experienced anything like firsthand um i've had i've had one um at my at, my family has a farm up in uh, new hampshire and there's a, a woman that like walks around the property um so like, it's 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 pretty cool you... or just like a or, or, oh, or like oh a... no ghost oh man yeah so it's pretty cool um, like a full body apparition type thing yes yeah, yeah she's uh she's pretty cool i mean she never does anything she just kind of hangs out Something, uh, you know, she's just always, uh, she's watching, watching over the farm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know who she, do you guys know who she is? No. Like, was like a past like owner or zero idea, sir. She's just, uh, just hanging out, you know, just kind of, uh, watching over us. It's pretty cool. I think, I think the last recent thing that happened, um, for those who don't know, I do real estate in the city. And we were, there was like about three of us. We were at a, a building and we had just come down from seeing a unit and we were walking in the front lobby towards the front door. And then in the lobby on this wall is a, you know, it's a huge bookcase, uh, huge bookshelves, multiple shelves, multiple books. And it's, I would say it's about maybe 15 feet high. And I would probably say about 30, 35 feet long. And we were walking, and then there was another lady, a tenant, that was in front of us. Now, she was about, she was it, probably like 30 feet in front of us. And we were walking, the bookshelf uh, in was in between us, and uh, a book just flew off the shelf. Jeez. And we all looked at it, like, she had turned around, because she heard it, because she heard, obviously, she heard a book fall behind her. So she turned around, and then she looked at us, looked down at the book, and we looked at her, looked down at the book. We were just like, uh... She was like, did I knock that over? We were like, no. Like, that just flew off the shelf. And we were just all like, what? <laughs> and then she put it back. And then it was just the weirdest thing. Because, like, it wasn't, it wasn't hanging off the edge. It wasn't, like, um, it wasn't laying flat and, like, hanging off of the shelf. It was vertical, like, along with the other books in line. And it just flew off. I think the real just... question here... Um... What book was it? Was it a good book? Uh, it couldn't have been if it was on, if it got thrown. <laughs> yeah, you know, probably. It was, like, it was a, and it was also not. It wasn't a small book either. This is a this is a larger one of those larger books, like you know, it's a foot tall, and then like it's like probably like three four inches thick. It was, it's a big book, and I'm just like it just flew off the shelf. And it was just and there was no wind or anything that came in because the doors are it's a revolving door, and you know so. It, it was it was just odd and then we've been to that building a couple other times and nothing has ever happened 
before or after that incident. It was just that one time. It was just, just weird. You, you went back. Can't explain it. Yeah, we go back to check out the units that they have. Uh, it's not a scary building. It's just that one incident. It was just. Well, I mean, all right. Would if your house was haunted, would you go I'm back out. to it, or would you like? Would you be out or live somewhere else? I am out so fast. You are you kidding me? Yeah, I just saw a video earlier today. Of this guy, he had a, he has a ring. He has a, you know, he has a ring camera set up in his hallway because he says he's had a lot of acti- a lot of activity in, uh, you know, those pull down attics that are in the hallway that then they have a like a, a ladder installed on the inside of the door. Yeah, the little dangly string coming down. Yeah, yeah. So he said, uh, I got a, I got a ring alert, and this is what popped up. I'm, I haven't even been home for the past couple. Of days or something like that. This is what he said, and that attic creaked, it like cracked open, and then it like folded down, and then the ladders, and then oh, then something fell out, like a monitor, like a box that had a monitor inside, fell out of the attic, and then like uh, the ladder had like unhinged itself straight from from his folding position, and oh. then you can hear like creaks like somebody was like stepping on the ladder each like each step coming down from the attic yo so bizarre like could you live in a situation i couldn't live in a house like that i couldn't live in a house knowing that it's haunted if it's like if it's if it's little stuff if it's little things like i can do with like little footsteps here and there because i can just tell myself that's the house settling um but no books flying attics ripping open um hard pass uh, for your boy over here. Yeah, I, I I agree. I can't. Oof. Yeah, no, I can't. Even even with like stuff like that that was happening all the time, like uh, footsteps or lights flickering, like that would still bother me. I couldn't. I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. I can't. Yeah. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I'm gonna a no no go zone for me. You have any other stories? You have anything else like that? Uh, nothing, nothing too crazy, you know, just footsteps and all that. Nothing, nothing else. That's at this house. That's the one you're living in now. Oh yeah. There's footsteps here. Um, but like I said, I just tell myself it's an old house and it's settling. No, so, it's not settling. It's probably haunted. This, this is New Jersey, man. This is like, this is like what the third state established or something like that back in the 1700s. I didn't like do one history. I don't I know. I don't, I'm not well history. <laughs> I know it's like, I know Philly. I mean, not Philly, but uh, Pennsylvania was like one, and then Jersey. Like, it's the first, you know, one of the first. Oh, wasn't Delaware was the first? They have that on their license plate. Plates. Yeah, Delaware, Pennsylvania, Jersey. So, like, of course, you know, they have like a lot of (sighs) haunted grounds, man. A lot of wars up here. You like just crazy stuff. Let's just let's 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 get out of here. Let's get out of Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need that. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yo, I mean, you live here. I don't. So, I mean, I'm good. <laughs> we have I'm an extra bedroom. Here. You want to move in? No, no, thank you. <laughs> I will, I will hard take a hard pass. All right. Just, just checking for a friend. All right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move into our uh, topics for discussion today. We got a couple topics we want to dive into. Uh, now that you get, we got Monks' introduction out of the way, we have to start with some bad news. I'm pretty sure you guys know. Uh, yo, first of all, this is how was your 4th of July weekend? 
Uh, it was a lot of fun. I went uh, to upstate New York. My buddy's got a lot of property up there. Uh, I was supposed to go again, and I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah, you forgot. Yeah, man, I forgot. It was. I keep forgetting. I, I mean, keep meaning to go, and I keep forgetting. Yeah, you know, but I like, mean, before the July snuck up pretty fast, though. I'm not even gonna lie. I totally yeah, forgot. it really did. It's uh, but yeah, it's a nice area. No, there's no internet service, no cable, no power, no nothing. It's just rivers, quads, and fire and bonfires. It's amazing. And oh, food, obviously, and alcohol. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, the um, best. Yeah. How was your fourth? What'd you do? Uh, we went to the beach. We had a had a group of us. We went to the beach. I think hung out, drank. What, what uh, had my co- had my cousin come with us for the first like he met some of my friends for the first time because he lives in the in the Bronx, but uh, he came out, took the train out. We met him up. We went to the beach. Had a, like had a, like a like a good group, ten of us, on the beach drinking, playing soccer, tennis, or whatever how we describe it, soccer, volleyball. It was dope. Wait, was a good you, time. You played. I've always wanted to play that. How is it? Oh yeah, it's dope, man. My friend, like, so he's a soccer coach, and then most of my friend, most of my friends in that group, they play, they've played soccer. Um, and we just, you know, you can't use your hands; you use your head and your and your feet and your legs, and that's about it. He has a net, brings on the net, brings on a soccer ball. He has cones, set them out. You know, we make our we make our little uh, what is that? Our little rectangle. Just just go at it, and then even the girls. Played, they played volleyball because we, we raised the net up. They played volleyball, and then you know it was dope. It was a good time. Private beach in Long Branch. You can drink there. No, you don't have to pay to get in. It's dope. I can't believe places make you pay to go on the beach. I know it's so ridiculous. Yo, it's so ridiculous because my girlfriend was telling me that the other day. She was like, "I came here, and they had, I had to pay to get on the beach." And then my 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 uh, cousin's girl was like, "Yeah, I had to pay to get on the beach." Like. I don't understand why they make you pay. Like it's it's ridiculous. Do you, do you know why? You've lived here longer than I have. I have no idea, but I know a couple beaches down, like way down at like the end of the parkway, you have to like you have to buy like seasonal passes to get on the beach, like, and you have to show a badge, and they have like little beach patrol that ride around, and they like look on your swimsuits or look in your on your bags to see if you have your beach tags. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Like. Like when I went to my friend was to go to this beach, and we went. He's like, because he has a son now, a baby. He's like, come on, man, just pay the dollar. I was like, yeah, but like they're, they're always like the ones you have to pay for. They're like they're 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 like always on you. They're yeah. beach patrolling crazy. They're like watching you like hawks. Like you can't do anything. So I'm just like, Ugh, it's kind of annoying to go to those beaches now. Yeah. Like the one that we the one that we go to the one we we found this beach in 2020. We've we've been going there ever since, and it's just it's private, small, not a lot of people. Uh, it's, it's kind of un- it's kind of uh, unattended from lifeguards, and they don't really drive around. They don't drive around at us at all. You can drink alcohol like all you want. So you're telling so, me, I, I don't understand like why they won't let you drink alcohol either. Like why? What's the big deal? Oh yeah, I've never understood that. Like as long as you're not doing anything, you're just enjoying a couple. Let us be. Right, and uh, you know they just—I don't know, man. It's it's just—it's just really annoying how they how they treat us like we're all like uh, criminals. 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's unreal. I, I, what, I, what I really want to ask is you've known this for about this beach for 2020. So it's been, we're in the second summer now. No, yeah. invite, no invite for your boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going tomorrow. You want to go? <laughs> I am super busy tomorrow. I know. <laughs> we usually go on Sundays. That's the days we usually go. We go we go Sundays because I feel like that's that's just the most uh, that's just the best day for everybody because a lot of people work on Saturdays so they can't really go. So Sundays is our best day. It's our best bet. So yeah. next time you go, I'll, I'll give you a heads up. Sundays are not good for me. Oh, oh, that's right. You play softball. Yeah, Ooh. guys, this is a softball MVP right here. Talking about <laughs> talking about. Uh, Home runs every game, grand slams, RBIs, and he's a pitcher, and uh, he's an outfielder, and he's a shortstop, and he's a catcher. I I don't catch, and is any of I that is any of that true? Is any um, of that true? <laughs> I do pitch, play shortstop, and outfield. Um, I do not hit home runs. I'm a big walk guy. Are you a bunt? Are you a bunter? Oh, uh, with my knees, no shot. Oh, that's right. Uh, for people who don't know. Monks has torn his ACL four times, three on his right, one on his left, or something like that. Am I right? Yeah, I, I walk up to the game and I have two knee braces on and an ankle brace on. I'm a robot. This I'm guy just... is so crazy. Like after he tore his ACL for the second time, he comes up to play basketball after he tore his ACL in a leg brace, like a metal <laughs> leg brace. In playing basketball, he can't bend his leg, but he's running. <laughs> he's like running like. Like, like he has stilts on. Like, he's a oh, straight leg. I was running like Forrest Gump when he had his braces on when he was young in the movie. Man, it was... That's exactly how he ran. But, like, but it's like one is in a brace and one isn't. Yeah, it was, it was like four months post-op, and the brace went from my ankle, like, halfway up my quad. This dude is crazy. Then he tore his ACL. Wait, so when did you tore You tore it in basketball and football? Flag the football? Fir- the first time I tore it was football. Second time was basketball. Third time was sand volleyball. And then fourth time was walking up the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) It was football again. But I'll never forget when I tore my first one, um, I went home and I'm limping. I drove home with my right leg. I drove home on it. Terrible decision. Um, And I walked. I start walking down the stairs at my mom's house and I just collapsed down the flight of stairs. And I'm just I'm just laying in a heap at the bottom of the stairs. My mom rolls up, does not even ask if I'm okay. She just goes, are you drunk on a Wednesday night? <laughs> and I just, I'm grabbing my knee. I go, mom, I think I tore my ACL. And she, oh. she was like, she was like, went from angry to concerned so fast. Oh, Mary Ellen. We love her. Uh, shout out Mary Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Are you drunk on a Wednesday night? No, I think I'm. I think my legs are dying. <laughs> Yo, okay. So I asked about Fourth of July because something tragic happened. While we were all having a good time, there's were there were other people that were not. There was a shooting. Uh, where was the shooting at again? Chicago. I think it was, I think Chicago, it was like Chicago. Yeah. Uh, this guy, 22 year old kid. What's something? What's his last? He's not. I know his last name is Cremo. What's his first name? Do you know? Robert. Say? Robert. Yeah. This dude. What? Did he have a sniper or something? He. All I know is that he shot. Uh, 
shot and killed six people and then injured 30 plus others. And, uh, you know, it was a 4th of July event. Pretty, pretty, uh, you know, was, you know, we think of 4th of July holiday, you know, people just looking to have a good time, relax, enjoy the summer. And, you know, and then this guy makes a, makes it a, into a horrible thing. And it's really sad. And like, cause like, cause now that you look back, if you look, just look back on the year, it's like, well, it's like almost every week or every other week, there's like some kind of mass shooting going on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really unreal. I, I, I can't understand what would make a person think like, okay, I'm going to like intentionally go out and like harm and try to ki- kill someone. It, it makes no sense. Like I can't wrap my brain around it. I have no idea the thought process that goes behind it. it it's, it's, it's scary and it's concerning that that's how some people think. Yeah. And now it's getting out of control because now it's like, like I said, every other week or every week is something else happening. Like what's going to happen now? Like some people are afraid to like the last shooting that was like, a, that was in Buffalo uh, that, that grocery store, some people who live there, that's the only store, the grocery store they can go to and they don't even want to leave their house to go get, get groceries anymore. Like I don't think people understand like how how this affects multiple people on the multiple multiple scale. Like it's just it's getting out of hand. It's yeah. just getting out of hand. Like something something's got to get done. Something's, something's got to change. It's we can't live in a society where this becomes the norm. Does it say that they caught that that they uh, caught the kid? They yeah, him? yeah. They 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 caught him. Um, I believe. Let me take a look. It looks like they caught him um, that evening. Oh wow! Wait, well, wait. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was a traffic stop. Yeah, they they saw his car uh, driving around um, on the highway, and uh, they found. So it was an AR-15, and then they found a second rifle in the vehicle. But you know, it's crazy that like the, a week after that, or some days after that. They killed another guy who was 25, a black guy who's at a routine traffic stop just like him. I guess he got scared. I don't know the story on this, but I guess he got scared and, and he ran and they shot him 60 plus times. That's... And they and, and they killed him. But yet they take this guy who's killed, actually, actually killed six people and injured 30 plus and they put him in handcuffs. I'm just like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we, you... what are we doing here? You're, you killing innocent, you're killing more innocent people, but you're letting the ones who actually kill people get a chance to to be prosecuted or whatever. I'm just like, uh, we have it backwards again. Yeah, this isn't Leah. Yeah. This is the guy who uh, committed the, the crimo guy to shoot the guy who, who committed the shooting. That's the guy that you need to be more concerned with. Uh, right. Safety, not just a routine traffic stop. And I mean, I know why the kid ran. He was you obviously scared <laughs> obviously scared of like you know being black being pulled over by the cops you don't know what's going to happen uh i mean i don't know what led him to run maybe i'm just i'm assuming he was you know scared cuz i don't know the i don't know the whole story i just saw uh they were just showing like a a screen graphic and they had a split screen of Cremo on one side and then uh, the young gentleman on the other side. I'm sorry. I, I, forgot, I, I don't know his name at the moment, but 
I'm just like, how? Because the, the 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 killer, who I think what was it last year or 2020, the one who shot up the church, he got, you know, he got put in handcuffs. The last killer, Cremo, uh-huh. he got put in handcuffs, and then another one before that. Like they all have a chance to one, and then one one guy who killed people. I think it was the kid from the church. They took him to Wendy's before taking him to the for before taking him to prison. What? I'm just like, I'm just like, man, like, what is going on? That's, that's just so backwards. And I think New York, and I think New York recently just passed a, like a a gun law that you can like conceal to carry or something like that. I'm just like, oh man, no, I'm just like, I hope it doesn't, I hope it just doesn't like escalate from here. Yeah, you it's... know, because I'm in the city all the time, like. I have family that live, you know, you know, that live in the city. I have friends that live in the city. I'm just like, you know, you're concerned for everybody else's well-being, and rightfully so, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And I like, I, I'm not saying this is the reason. I'm, I don't frequent the city. I've I've usually stayed away from it. I go in for dinner every once in a while, maybe a Yankee mm-hmm. game, but there's there's too much going on out there that you know I I don't want to put myself in a situation where I I don't know what could happen. Yeah, yeah, and it is crazy out there because you know you have you have subway killings, um, then you have homeless people like stabbing other people, and yo, oh, so I was in the city on Tuesday. I this is about like nine forty five, nine fifty. Um, I just got I'm just leaving my acting class, and I I'm walking down the street, and this we just you know and it's just this is around uh. 8th Avenue, 34th Street, so coming up coming up on Penn Station. So there's a, there's quite a bit of people out. Um this girl is running and she's screaming. And she's got like bags in her hands. I'm just like, "What?" And she's she's like, "Ah!" And then there's a guy like behind her chasing her. Like he was like further he's probably like 30 feet behind her. But and then people are all looking because we're all confused. We're like, is this like a prank? Is are they joking? Is this real? Because you, nowadays you just don't know what's what, right? Agreed. You don't yeah. know if it's re- you don't know if it's real. We don't know if it's a prank. Uh, and the guy that was chasing her, he wasn't running very fast. Like, literally, like it was like it was like a trot. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's just crazy stuff going on. Like you have people getting pushed on the trains. It's just it's just insane what's going on in in the city right now too. It's just not safe. Like uh, you always gotta um, keep your head on the swivel. Be aware, be aware of your surroundings. Cause I have a girl that she's new to our uh, real estate firm, and um, I'm telling her it's like she's been here for six months. I'm like, yo, you always gotta keep your head on the swivel. You gotta you always have to watch out. It's it's insane here. You have to be careful. And she said that. Like when she first moved here, she was with her friends. They were in Koreatown, and she said this crackhead was like following them and like spitting at them and like yelling at them that he was gonna be, uh, hit them and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, what? Like, you think about it, like, yo, why would you want to live here? You know? Yeah, it, yeah, it's I, I, it's wild. And I had like a similar thing. I was down in uh, Baltimore a couple weeks ago visiting some friends. And I was walking to my car. So I, I stayed over for the weekend. Sunday morning comes. I was like, all right, I need to leave early because I had something to do on Sunday morning. So I'm walking. I parked my car a couple blocks away. 
at my other friend's house because he had like a parking pad. Yeah. And I'm just walking. Like it's just it's it's, a, it's still dark out. It's probably five a.m. And um, a, a a guy comes up to me on the street and he's just like, "Hey, do you have any money?" You know, I don't care cash really. So I was like, "Ah, I don't have anything. I'm sorry, man." And the guy just started screaming at me, just yelling like all kinds of gibberish. And I was like, "Okay, I'm carrying a suitcase." And I just started walking away. And I just had to keep looking over my shoulder because I was like, at any moment, turn around and come at me. So I was like, "You just you never know what just don't know what's gonna happen." Yeah, you just don't know. Like, and then like and think about that. If you gave money to every person that asked for it you probably be broke yeah i'd be with them asking other people for money <laughs> right yo there's so many times the people come like who come onto the train or you're walking somewhere or they're in uh they're inside penn station or they're at uh transit like it, it's just so many people like it, it's just hard to give money to everybody you see and then they get mad at you like then the ones who get mad at you like some guy got mad at me, like, like, but he didn't yell at me like the the other guy did to you. He was like, "Oh, you cheap, some, some." I'm like, "Sir, you're living on the street, like, like, what do you? I'm, I'm, I'm giving. You don't know what my situation is. You don't even know if I gave money to somebody else. You have no idea." But yeah. it's confusing. all right, man. Let's go on to something else. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about this NBA free agency is going on right now because it's super crazy there's a lot of moving parts it's one of my right favorite now let me tell you one of my favorite times of the year free agency yeah so uh people don't know people you guys do know you listen to me you know me and eric are big basketball fans monks is also another big basketball fan i actually met him playing basketball yeah, we were playing together, and uh, he couldn't guard me, so it was, it was <laughs> dropping buckets. I'm on. the reason why his second ACL tear happened. Crossed yeah, him up. Yeah, no, you didn't cross me up. I, I remember, <laughs> remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I went to the hoop after I crossed you up, and I rose up to dunk the ball. And when I oh. did, <laughs> when I did. You cut my legs out from underneath me, so I landed awkward. And it was <laughs> none of that is true, people. None of that is true. I did dunk twice in my life, so. And they were not on me. I'll tell you that. I've never seen you dunk. Uh, yes, because you've only known me post ACL. Right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I've known you pre ACL. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't dunk in a game either. It was I yeah. Was, no. I I was just running at the hoop for like three hours, just trying to dunk, and it went in <laughs> twice. <laughs> so we had talk about NBA free agency. There's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, what do you want to start with first? You want to talk about Kyrie, Jokic, uh, your? You want to start with your team? What do you want? What do you want to go with? Um, yeah, we'll get my team out of the way. You know, the best team in the NBA, um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Yo, uh, do you think they would have won this year if uh, Middleton was healthy? As a fan, I'm gonna say yes. Um, as a realist, no. I would Warriors. say I would. The, I the actually would. No, I actually would would agree. I would say yes. Actually. No. Because when they because they lost to what they lost to Boston in seven right in seven without Middleton he didn't play the whole season. right so I'm saying they go to the NBA Finals bro I think they beat the Warriors I don't think so if you know you like, don't think so the defensive scheme of the coach is they they go all right we'll let everyone shoot threes like certainly they can't make them at a high clip I think the Bucks are one of the worst teams at defending the three pointer um 
because they go underneath the screens and everything to get a little technical. But but, but Drew Holiday would he's a bigger defensive presence than Marcus Smart against yeah, I mean, against Steph Curry. I mean, I know he, Marcus Smart won uh, Defensive Player of the Year, but Marcus like he kind of like you know like like Draymond he has those dumb moments sometimes. Like Drew Holiday's, I think is a smarter defender. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been fun to watch him. I I really enjoyed the last uh, couple of years watching him, but. You know, I'm happiest to see come back. Who? Blue collar Bobby Portis, baby. Oh right, didn't he sign? Uh, he signed an extension, right? Uh, he was a he was an un, unrestricted free agent, so he could have signed anywhere, but he signed for four years with Milwaukee. That's what I thought. Yeah, what was yeah. it? What was his deal? Uh, it's four years, uh, forty eight million. Yeah, that's good. That's that's pretty good. I actually, I actually have a good Bobby Portis story. I almost got into a an altercation with him down in Charlotte when I lived there. <laughs> what happened? I was so he was playing on the Wizards at the time and um I had third row seats off the court. So there's a two seats on the court, a little gap you can walk in and then the next row. And I I'm a, I'm a I'm a family friendly heckler, I like to say. No cursing, no anything. You don't bring family into it. You kind of just keep it clean with on the court. Every time Kemba Walker went at Bobby, Kemba was scoring. And I'm yelling. I go, keep going at Bobby. He can't D you. And then Bobby started taking steps towards me. And he's taking steps, taking steps. And I go, I stuck my jaw out and I pointed. I go, I could use a good payday. And, I, <laughs> and, and for, those, for those who don't know, Bobby Portis punched one of his teammates, uh, Nikola Miritich, in the face years ago. Oh, yeah. Practice. And so I said, I go punch Miritich. me in the face. Yeah, I go punch <laughs> me in the face like you did Miritich. And I just stuck my jaw out. What year uh, was this? 2018, 19? Uh, it's probably 2018 because I think it was the first year I lived in Charlotte. Uh, wasn't he like wearing goggles at that point? No, he just got the goggles because he scratched his eyes. And I hope he keeps them. They are. <laughs> wow. They Yo, so, to- for, uh, so also, you guys, nobody knows this. But Monks is a, so Monks lived in Charlotte, but was a huge Bucks fan in Charlotte. And one time, uh, the Bucks came to play in Charlotte. And you want you want you want to elaborate on that story? Yeah, it is. Uh, so the, the Bucks ended up winning barely, but Giannis had this absolute filthy spin move, dunk, got fouled, and won. And so the cameras are following Giannis and then they cut to his back as he's flexing to the crowd and he's doing it on our side. I'm right under the basket and I'm like a beer in each hand, like <laughs> spread all the way out. Like I'm full wingspan showing and I'm just nodding my head just nonstop. <laughs> and, and the camera just stopped on my face and I was, I didn't know anything happened. And then the next morning I woke up to so many messages and so many videos <laughs> from ESPN, NBA TV of me just nodding my head. It was, it was unreal. Yeah, yeah, you was guys, unreal didn't you guys experience. make eye contact? Yeah, we had a moment. <laughs> That's that. I mean, that'd be so cool, man. You have a moment with like one of your favorite basketball players of all time. Like, I would, I would love if I like, like locked eyes with LeBron. But like, yeah, yeah, like that. That moment, that'd be so dope. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Locking eyes with the second best player in the NBA. <laughs> history, excuse me. I think uh, the only time I've 
about the only time. Oh yeah, it's probably the only time I've had like connection with the players because my uncle is a is a uh, assistant coach for the Clippers now, but he used to be assistant coach for the Wizards. So when they did a preseason game up here, you know, I went to the Madison Square Garden, sat behind the the goal, and then after the game, like we got onto the court, you know, saw John Wall, Bradley Beal, and then you know saw a couple other players, Gortat, you know, just chilling. And I was just like, yo, this is. This is this is dope. This is cool. It's a cool so, world. So here's a hot take. Is your uncle the reason that John Wall went to the Clippers? Oh, snap. Yeah, because he so he uh I think last year he got the he got the assistant coaching job with the Wizards. And he's trying to make it he said he's trying to make it back to the bench. So I'm not really sure. I think he's like on the G League, coaching the G League squad. I'm not. Really, I'm. I'm. This is just me assuming and guessing. I'm not really too sure of how that works, but uh, I don't know, man. That's a good point because now they down. Do you remember a couple of years ago when when uh when Katie was about to leave when he was about to leave OKC, they were using him as a focal point as like trying to draft him to DC because that's where he went to high school because he's a, my uncle used to coach him in high school Kevin Durant yeah yeah at Montrose, that, yeah. At Montrose Christian mm-hmm. so they're trying to get him like they're using my uncle's name like oh maybe coach so-and-so is trying they're probably using him because he coached him in high school to come back to DC and blah 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 but then you know you know he went to the Warriors so it, it's wild how some teams do that because I remember uh when Giannis was up for free agency uh, the Lakers uh, signed his brother Alex to right. try to drag him along, and the Knicks just did the same thing with Jalen Brunson. Um, Wait, so they- what did they? The, yeah, so if people don't know, Jalen Brunson played on the Dallas Mavericks last year. He had a breakout playoff season. Uh, he was phenomenal in the playoffs this past this past season. Uh, what did he get? Four year deal? Yeah, four years, one hundred and four million. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and to man. get and part of what they did was so I think it's I think it was Leon Rose was Jalen Brunson's father's agent. So Leon Rose is like in the front office for the Knicks and then they hired Jalen Brunson's father to be a coach and they kind of like full circled like hey co- pretty much like come home. And that's how I got him I think. Yeah, so do you want to talk? You still want to talk about? Uh, we still have to get your favorite team out the way. So, who did the Bucks sign this off season? I mean, it's it's probably the best free agent signing. Um, and this is me being completely biased, and it's yeah. not the best. <laughs> um, Joe Ingles from Utah Aust- Jazz, Australian, the oh. Aussie. You need it. We haven't had a good Aussie. I think we had Della Vadova for a little bit. God. They barely played Della Vadova though. I know, but I heard he's a big locker room guy. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, he's Joe Angles, I can't wait to cheer for you and yell at you when you go 0 for 6 and 3 in a game. I'm super excited. Yo, they're blowing up that Utah team. They traded Gobert away. Um, they're open for trading Donovan Mitchell. They, you know, they traded Joe Angles. Like, yeah. I think they're trying to rebuild. I'm hearing – I'm hearing two different things. Like they're going to do the Mitchell thing. Like they're trying to trade Mitchell as one, and then they're going to try to trade for DeAndre Ayton from the Suns. Um, well, yeah, I think Ayton's gone after what happened. I think he's gonna he's gonna be gone for, for I, sure. 
I thought he'd be gone already, um, but he's still around, and it's for now. Uh, but I, I, that just you know, yeah. I mean, he might be packaging that KD deal because he's a, KD's a snake, and he just so wants- yeah. Let's talk about Brooklyn. KD asked for a trade, and then you know Kyrie asked for a trade. Uh, yeah, I heard Kevin Durant was asking for a trade because they wouldn't commit to Kyrie long term. Mm-hmm. And so once he had to opt into his deal, Kevin Durant, I think like four hours later, was like, yep, all right, cool, trade me. But did you hear who his two trade requests were to? Phoenix and Miami Heat. And what were they last? And he, and he uh, you said, what were they like? No, what were they last year? They were both the number, oh, number one seeds. KD, man, keep tarnishing your legacy. Bro, keep- you know, like, and then, like, my, my friend hit me up. He was like... He's like, bro, I have so much new. I, I still, he said, I have so much more respect for LeBron because he always finished out his contract before he left somewhere. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, he always fulfilled his contracts till the end. Yeah, he never but- demanded a trade in the middle. He never like went out went out of his way to get himself off a team, no matter who was on the roster. He just played. Yeah, and and I'll be the first to say it. Listen, I do not. I'm not a LeBron fan. I uh, I never have been. Never, I, I don't think I ever will. But what the man does with his, like, playing out his contracts, what he does in his personal life with having, what, he's had the same girlfriend, wife since high school. Yeah. Uh, no drama outside of that. Um, building the schools and everything, paying for people's college. He is a great human being, I think, with what he's doing. Um, I just don't want to see him win anything in basketball anymore. <laughs> So crazy, like I love the man off the court, but on the court, I don't want him to see him win anything. <laughs> I think the big souring point, the two souring points, was giving himself the nickname King James, and then um, the the whole television special uh, for the decision. Oh, uh, the decision! But I think he did that for charity, though. That was all for charity, and yeah. you know, they, like the the main the main reason was for charity. But then you know, people they shied away from that, and then like, oh, he wants to make it about him, like. The man raised $3 million for the Boys and Girls Club. So what uh, I'm going to do is... That, where did they film that? Uh, I think it was at Radio City Music Hall. I thought, that was in, I thought they were filming that somewhere in Connecticut or something. I, I'll double check, but I, I, I'm almost positive because people were making jokes like he was in the Knicks' backyard and he like didn't even give him a chance to talk to them. I mean, for everybody out there who's a Knicks fan, shut up. Uh, you wouldn't want to go to the Knicks if you were him either. Would have been a waste of been a waste of those years because uh, obviously the owner Dan Gilbert wasted his first nine years of his career because he wouldn't get him like oh, no. the, the right pieces around him to win. You were so, right. It was in Connecticut. Yeah, well, yeah, it's Connecticut. Gren Greenwich, yeah, Greenwich at the Boys and Girls Club. Boys and Girls, the Boys and Girls Club. He raised like yeah. you know, three million three, over three million plus. Three and a half million. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the funniest thing is I just typed it in and I just typed in the decision, and the first thing that popped <laughs> up was, <laughs> it, it was said, that? in parentheses it just said TV program. <laughs> Yo, that's so funny, man. Yo, so what do you think about Kyrie? So, all right, here's the thing. Like, people are saying, I've watched a lot of uh, analysts' videos. They're talking about, don't be surprised if KD, you know, ends up staying in Brooklyn. Because after Gobert 
after the Gobert trade, that really shook up the NBA. They're like, oh, well, now people are saying, well, we want to like we want a whole lot for one person. So yeah. KD may not be traded, but Kyrie, on the other hand, uh, Brian Windhorst, who who is an analyst for people who don't know, NBA analyst. He is saying that the trade between the Lakers and Brooklyn for Kyrie may like will eventually happen. Like, but Russell Westbrook will be included in that trade. I, I'm sorry, I don't. I love the old Westbrook. I don't think this new Westbrook is anything to be gushing over. Right? Yeah, and people are like, so people like Antoine uh, Fisher, who was an old NBA player who's now turned. Uh, somewhat analyst on the show first things first uh he's like russell westbrook is uh, i'm like bro he's not the same russell westbrook like you were talking about like this is not the same guy who was averaging triple doubles like three four years in a row it's not the same guy who led okc into the playoffs this is he played very horrible he played horrible this past year it was bad and it was so you- bad. I mean, like his shots were on the side of the backboard. Thank you. Yep. Turnover. He was a high turnover player. I I I don't know what he's watching compared to what everybody else is watching. He's like in denial, I guess. I don't know. But it's- this is not the same player. Like I don't know what you're they're talking about. He's like, oh, they he 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 he's still a good player. He averaged eighteen seven and seven. I say, yeah, but he probably averaged like what four or five turnovers a game. He led yeah. the league in turnovers. And then his shooting percentage was way down. Um, he's still explo- oh way down and free and free throw, yeah. Shooting and free throws way down. He's still explosive and get to the rim, but it felt like he was settling a lot last year. I something's like you, bro. He missed a lot of open layups, a lot of open shots. It's just who was who was their uh, who was their center the Lakers this year? <clears throat> oh. uh... AD didn't play. He played the four, and but he barely played. But when he did, he yo played. LeBron, yo, they put LeBron at center for like two months. <laughs> Do you remember back in the day when the Rockets put PJ Tucker at center? Yeah, he's six five. All time moment. All time moment. I'm, and, I'm trying. You know what? And I'm, and I'm trying to think who Lake, who the Lakers center was. It was DeAndre's there now. I think was it Wendon Gabriel? Did they put him at center for a little bit? It's. I don't. That's, that's who I can think. Of. I can't think of anybody else because AD was hurt for half the season, and then LeBron was hurt for like one third of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna look now because I. This is gonna really bother me if I don't remember. It was crazy. It's like in the beginning before they oh, got hurt. They, it was Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Oh, okay. They had. They did have Dwight Howard because he Which didn't is, resign. Now here's here's my thought. Did Westbrook settle for more jump shots because? When he was in OKC, Obaka was his center, but he was a stretch center. Like he could go out and shoot threes. Did, did could Westbrook not drive to the hoop all the time because Dwight was clogging up the lane? Um, if you're a point guard, you can't use that as an excuse. I will use any excuse at all times if I can. Well, <laughs> like I would drive. Like if there was somebody who was in the paint, I would drive it. And then I would like dish it off as I'm going up for a layup and just do a like a simple pass to the center. And it's just easy dunk. Yeah. I mean, that's just me though. Yeah. Like, I can't speak for everybody else. Like uh I just don't and, and, and my thing is uh but Dwight always wasn't in the paint. Yeah. I mean, there was those there was 
other players on the court. Like, and you could run pick and rolls and stuff, or pick you and could pop. run pick and roll. Yeah, I mean, Dwight is. I mean, I know he's not the same Dwight from you know ten years ago, but still, he's still athletic enough. He's in great shape. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I when I found out about the Westbrook. Like LeBron winning Westbrook and AD winning Westbrook, I was like, "Why? It's not a good fit." They they could have had they could have had DeRozan. They could have had they had they could have had DeRozan and Buddy Heald, and I'm just like, "What happened?" You know, I what, miss, was, what was happening with that? I miss Buddy Heald back in the days in Oklahoma, man. Yeah, Oklahoma, and then like I remember Kobe went to an Oklahoma game, or I think it was like a March Madness game, and then he watched Buddy Heald play. I, I put Buddy Heald up there with like Jimmer Fredette and all the like all those kind of guys like the, the wonders that were just phenomenal. Yo, and, and I'm so sad like Jimmer Fredette didn't get the, you know, didn't get the real chance to shine in the NBA. Instead, he's balling out on the Shanghai Sharks. In Shark. China, yeah, he's balling out in China right now. I think he posted like an 80 point game out there. Just drained. yo, yo, he's out there. Balling, he like drops like 60, 50, 70. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yo, Jimmer Fredette. Sorry, man. Sorry, bro. Yeah, shout out, Jimmer, if you're listening. Shout out, Jimmer. If people don't know, Jimmer Fredette uh, was a college breakout star. He played at BYU and he got drafted to the NBA. And he was in the NBA for a couple of years, but then after that, you know. Kind of fell off. Like I don't think he really got a fair shot. He played for Sacramento Kings, and then what other teams did he play for? Do you know? Uh, I think he had a shot with the Knicks. Yeah, um, it, he was all over. Um, it was a quick. It was a quick stint. It was like what four, five years, six years, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it wasn't anything, anything great. Yeah, he started. He got drafted by the Kings, right? Yeah, he got drafted by the Kings. Yeah, he played for the Kings, the Bulls, the Pelicans. The so Knicks, I say the Bulls. The yeah. He had he had a, a six game stint. His most he went he played twenty fifteen twenty sixteen with the Knicks, went to China, and then he got six games with Phoenix in twenty eighteen. That's right, Phoenix. He 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 got ten ten to eleven minutes per game, averaged four points. Oh man, I feel like yeah. I feel like those are like garbage minutes though that they were giving him. Oh, definitely. He uh, he attempted uh, two point two three pointers a game. Didn't hit any. <laughs> Jeez. All right. You know what? Poor maybe guy, Jimmer, man. Maybe maybe Jimmer is uh, made for China. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, also last night or the other night, I think Bradley Beal asked for a trade from the Wizards. I'm like, yo, what? about time. After he signed that contract. Yeah, because so I think the reason why these guys they sign contracts. And they ask for trades is because if they don't and they walk, then the teams get zero for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but it's, trade, like, you know, so if he signs and he asks for a trade, they can get stuff. They can get, they can actually get stuff for him. Instead of, cause like, cause you know, uh, LeBron always fills his contract. He leaves and the teams are like in despair. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm I mean? Looking, so like, if you ask I'm for a trade, on. Yeah. Usually, you know, they, they, you know. I'm they... looking at a report from uh, Fox 5 DC. It says Bradley Beal reaffirms commitment to winning a championship in DC. Yo, because something popped up on Twitter the other day. It was like, yo, 
Bradley Beal asked for trades from Wizards. So I'm like, oh. Twitter is a lawless land. Yo, it's so crazy because now, like, because now it's like, yo, what do we believe? Because all these trade rumors are in all these NBA agency off, off like uh, the off season. There's so much crazy stuff going on right now. It's just hard to really trust the things that you hear or read. Yeah, I just stay. I just stay tight to uh, Shams and Windhorse. Those are yeah, my two Shams, guys. Woj, and Windhorse. Oh, Woj too. A good old Woj bomb. There's, I. If you're a child and you wake up on Christmas morning, that's the excitement I get when I see a Woj bomb. <laughs> it's unreal. Like that, like that one night when we found out that Kawhi went to the Clippers, I was out. It was like Woj bomb. Woj bomb. ESPN. The, wor- <laughs> the worst was when KD initially went to the Warriors. I was in upstate because it was right at Fourth of July. I had no service, yeah. and I just Bro, remember I- in like a full panic, like I need service. What happened, KD? And I saw the yeah. Warriors, and I go. Bro, I was oh. grilling food, and I burned all the meat. Because I was like, busy. I was like caught up in the whole trade. I was like, "What?" Now, are we sure? Are we sure that the trade that made you burn the meat, or you're a bad grill master? No, it was the trade. Because I was like, I was glued to the TV, and my mom was like, "I think something's smoking." I was like, "Oh!" And I like ran down. And went oh, oh, speaking of your mom, hey, Mama Banks, how are you? <laughs> I apologize about the, the couch cushion again. <laughs> inside joke, people. Inside joke. Yeah. Oh, had to be speak, there. So, you know, speaking of women and and basketball, you got to talk about Brittany Griner. What do you What do you think? It's like it's it's so messed up. And looking at it, I so they they came out the report like she had uh, she had weed on her and all this stuff. It was hashish oil, is what and it, that's what they were calling it. Yeah. Initially, they said weed, and I was like, dang. And then I looked. I saw the report a couple of days ago. It was 0.7 grams. 0.7 grams, and she's looking at 10 years in prison. Yeah, well, then she's, she pled guilty, Yeah, and she was asking for leniency from the court. Yeah, the, I, what I read is the, the reason she pled guilty is um, if she didn't, that wouldn't give an opportunity for, like, for them to uh, release her back to the U.S. or do something um, like it would be impossible almost to go ahead and bring her back to the States if she had pled, uh, pled not guilty. So it was, man, it's, it's wild. I, I can't believe she's been there that long. And, um, it's been how long, how many months has it been? Now? I think it's been, I think it was right before the start of the, or a little bit before the start of the WNBA season. I think it's been since like March. Yeah. Yeah, it's in like four months, right? Yeah, it's yeah. man, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I remember like they were like, "Oh, she's gonna get out after two months," and then now it's like dragging on to a whole, um, whole uh, court situation. I was like, "Wow, ten years over that? Yeah. That's a little extreme." And did you see what Russia initially asked to to release her to the U.S.? No, what they what no, what would it what did it say? They said, Hey, we'll give you Brittany Griner. You just have to release to us because we have a guy in, in US custody who is one of the world's most dangerous arms dealers. What? Yeah, they're like That's not give, even that's not even equivalent. Yeah, they're like, give him to us and we'll give you Brittany Griner back. Just, what? That's like saying that's like going to lunch as a kid. 
and being like, hey, I'll give you my turkey and cheese sandwich for, for that your two- filet mignon. Yeah, <laughs> for, for that two pack of devil dogs for those Dunkaroos. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's like, that's, a, that's literally insane. Mm-hmm. Hey, we'll give you, we'll trade this murderer for somebody who didn't even break a law. Like, yeah. honestly, no, there was no crime. Like, she didn't kill anybody. Yeah. That's, that's not even equipped. That's not even, that's not even equal. It's not even the same thing. Man, Russia's so backwards. Yo, I mean, well, I mean, I can't really talk about us either because we're kind of backwards too, but. Yeah, very true. <laughs> very, very true. Maybe the whole But speaking of, you know, I, I hope that, you know, something happens to where she's where she gets to come back. She gets to be set free and come home. Cause this is ridiculous. Yeah, definitely. She was always one of my favorite athletes to watch for people that don't know. Huge WNBA fan. Um, as a player, I loved watching her on the court. Um, she's, uh, it's just an unfortunate situation that we have, uh, going here and I hope it's resolved soon. Yeah, man. It's been, Cause it's been going on for months. It's just, I'm just like, what's the why? Like, what's the point here? What's what's really going on? What's the what's the real reason? Why are they keeping her for so long? I think, you know, and this is not her first time going to Russia. She goes no. into Russia for the off season to play. Yeah, I think it's just uh, Putin try to flex his muscle on, on us. I think that's it. Lack or lack thereof. Yeah, man. He's he's man. I'm skinny and I look better than. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right, so now that we're on the women in sports, we have to talk about the NFL. Make a little switch. Hey, uh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. hold up! The first hold up African American female president for an NFL team for the Raiders, making history. What do you think about uh, you know women who are getting a chance in? Um, in a in a uh, male dominant sport. Oh, I love it. I love it. I think the the biggest I'm I'm trying to think back to what I think the biggest one that started it that I was excited for and it's turned out to pay dividends just all over was when Pop hired uh Becky Hammond. Great yeah, I was just thinking that. I was just thinking it. And she she was the first female to coach a game cuz Pop something happened with Pop where he couldn't be at a game, so Becky Hammond coached the team, and now she's coaching the Las Vegas Aces. Um, yeah. I'm very excited about this. Um, you know, we're, we're breaking down barriers here. We're, we're giving uh, women the, the, the credit they deserve for what they do in sports, because I know back in the day they were not – they weren't respected. They weren't given opportunities when they deserved them. And yeah. I, uh, I'm excited to see what she does. Um, and all, like, I, she, I think she's going to do great. And with the track record of the Raiders, man, she has a chance to really turn this around and turn them into a to a franchise that everyone's talking about. Yeah, I have a a friend from high school. She is an NBA ref now. Like oh, she worked her way up from you know doing high school games to college to G League, and now she's she's a ref in the NBA. And I was That's like, yo, good for her. That's that's so cool. Like, imagine because I'm I'm sure growing up, uh, I am sure gr- growing up, she had no like woman referee, like role models. Like it was just oh like, yeah no, 
it was like Dick Bavetta. Uh, I can't even think of any other refs from back in the day, <laughs> but her own role model was this old man that just absolutely exaggerated charge calls. Yeah. And now Sandra Douglas is out here doing this and like, it's the same situation. She didn't have a female role model to look up to in the sports world to, to get to this point. And here she is. She's the one she's the, she's a trailblazer here for all other uh, yeah, young girls think, to look up to. And I think same goes for like Jeannie bus, you know, the owner of the Lakers, like, Cause she grew up around, she grew up in that environment. Like, you know, her father was the owner. She like learned so much from him, learned so much about the sport, like learned so much about the businesses. Like, you know, if there are women in this situation that know a lot about the sport or know a lot about the situation, like give them a fair shot. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, cause you have a lot of men running these franchises into the ground cause they don't know what they're doing. You know, let let a fresh face come in. Let a let a new perspective take rise. Let them let them do their let them let them uh, have an opportunity to see what they can make of it. Exactly. Was she? When did she get? That was July seventh. So it just happened. So we're yeah, gonna, it just happened this week, a couple of days so, ago. So let's see what we can. Uh, let's see what she does. I, I'm very optimistic of what she can do for this franchise, and uh, I'm hoping uh, it all ends well and she's there for years and years to come i mean good on her though that's wild that's so cool yeah man i'm like you know i'm looking forward to see the uh the hope in in uh in different opportunities for women or and then other people of color in different sports to you know to see what transpires from that see what happens what grows from those situations you know can't hurt to have a different perspective come in like i said Never, 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 never hurts to have a, an, another extra pair of eyes or new set of eyes. Take a take a look at what's going on and take their perspective into uh, consideration when running a, running a team or running anything. To in that fact, yeah, 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 yeah. And with that said, we are out with another episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it with our our new guest co-host monks. He might be here for another episode. You guys never know. Who knows? We'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, man. Th- thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, and uh, you know, you know, it, it, it's upsetting that I, I wasn't able to do it uh, with Eric, but I am going to take uh, one of his time traditions of telling a dad joke to end it. Oh yeah, you got one. I do. All right, man. All right, what is it? What is it? All right. So my eleven-year-old son came up to me and said. Hey, can I have a bookmark? And I just, a tear fell from my eye because after 11 years, my son doesn't know my name is Alex. Jeez. Another bad, bad joke. Come on now. (laughs) It's a tradition around here, people. And with that, we're out. Take care, y'all.